Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his teaching series from the book of Hebrews. Reading from chapter 9, verse 24. For Christ has entered into heaven itself, to appear now before God, as our friend. It was not in the earthly place of worship that he did this, for that was merely a copy of the real temple in heaven. Nor has he offered himself again, and again, as the high priest down here on earth, offers animal blood in the holy of holies each year. If that had been necessary, then he would have had to die again, and again, ever since the world began. But no. He came once for all, at the end of the age, to put away the power of sin forever, by dying for us. And just as it is destined, that men die only once, and after that comes judgment. So also Christ died only once, as an offering for the sins of many people. And he will come again, but not to deal again with our sins. This time he will come bringing salvation, to all those who are eagerly, and patiently, waiting for him. Now, please join David, as he teaches from Hebrews, chapter 9. In verse 17 it says, This testament or will is of force only after men are dead. Otherwise it's no strength. It's, I, I couldn't leave anything to my wife because I was alive. My wife left everything to me only because she was dead. Do you understand? This test, that's why Christ had to die. He, uh, uh, his death purged our sin, cleansed our sin because he was high priest and he was sacrificed. But also, this is what the church doesn't seem to grasp, that because he died, the testimony that he left is we inherit all that he had. Oh, do you know, this is where the church misses out on so much. We, can, we are partakers now. We can live in, oh, the power, the relationship that Jesus had with his father. That's why he introduced uh, him to us as father. And this is why he said, when the Holy Spirit has come, you will receive the power and everything. So through the Holy Spirit, this is made manifest in us. We inherit you and I have the power to inherit, to receive, and to live with all the blessings that Jesus had. So coming to verse 18, therefore, neither uh, the, the, the first covenant, the first testament couldn't be dedicated without blood. Because in verse 19, when Moses had spoken every precept of the law to the people, even he, Moses, in order to initiate, to instigate the old custom, the old testament, the old covenant, he had to take the blood of calves, goats with water, sprinkled with scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled with a book and, and so on. And he said in verse 20, this is the blood of the testament which God has enjoined unto you. Moreover, verse 21, he sprinkled also with blood the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. 
verse 22, almost all things are by the door purged with blood and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So you understand that even going back to the time of Moses, when God gave the law, the law came from Moses, that's, that's what the scripture says, even that first law had to be sealed with the blood of the sacrifice. But it was only a temporary thing. It was only a picture, an illustration of what one day would come. And that's why it had to be repeated. Now we don't need it anymore. We don't repeat this sacrifice. This is, sorry to say, what is wrong with some people's understanding of a communion service. That's not Jesus there. It's not actually his body and his blood. It's symbolic to remind us, but Christ does not have to be sacrificed every communion service or mass or whatever you call it. No, he's done it once and having done it has entered into the presence of God to remain in the presence of God and it is a permanent, fixed, once and for all, done. That's why our salvation is so relevant, because when we come to Christ and confess our sin, that's done. You don't have to come confessing every week, every day. That is done. Salvation is done and finished. It's a completed work in Christ. So let's look at verse 23. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices. So what Paul is saying is that the earthly sacrifice under the Mosaic law only covered temporarily and only covered our physical aspect. But with Christ who entered into heaven, now through Christ we can enter the glory of heaven. That's why when Jesus in that moment of his death on the cross, the Bible says clearly the temple, this temple veil, you remember the veil that separated the high priest, that veil was torn from top to bottom. So God, from top down, split that so that you and I can now enter into that inner holy place. And in verse 25, it confirms this because it says quite bluntly, nor yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest had to do every year, Otherwise, in verse 26, he had to suffer many times since the foundation of the world. But now, only once in the end of the world has he appeared to put away by the single sacrifice of himself. You understand? And in verse 27, as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so... Christ was once offered to bear 
all our sins. He died for the whole world to pay the price of the whole world. And unto everyone that looks to him, the next phase is that he will come and appear again and take us for the final part of our salvation is when we enter through that final veil permanently into the presence of God. You know, this is such a powerful chapter, this one. And I just pray that you do fully understand how that the sacrifices and Yes, I know there are so-called priests today who make sacrifices. Christ is the only sacrifice that can atone once and for all for our sin because he is the Son of God and he presented himself with the blood that he shed before the Father. He doesn't come out of that holy place. He's there and in him we have the testament, the will that we can in Christ inherit all that he had. Oh, that you would go further into this and I would going further into it. You have to just listen because we're going to get much deeper in the future. But this is enough for now. God bless you. Thank you for listening. All his life, David Hathaway has been believing, searching, seeking for more of God's power, more of the Holy Spirit. In his book, A Faith Beyond, David shows how to make faith work. David believes that none of us fully comprehend how great our God is, or the limitless extent of his power here on earth. But the only way to see and demonstrate the power of God is by having a faith beyond because there are no limits to God's power. Order David's book, A Faith Beyond, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.